0: statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and DJ Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry.
1: Hour number two, T. in the morning show. We are live in Manhattan, Kansas today.
2: Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Good morning,
1: Brent. Good to see everyone out there. We got OU, K State coming up a little bit later on tonight, 7 o'clock here in the Little Apple. Good morning, Toby. Good morning, Coach. We'll hear from him in just a second as the Sooners try to shake off a... Uh, Two-game losing streak, but are going to have to do so in one of the toughest places to win in this conference. Good morning, Kobe. Good morning, KJ. Uh, Not the only game in town tonight. OSU also on the road tonight. They will get Kansas in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. That's an 8 o'clock tip-off.
0: Good morning. Good
1: morning, Joe. And Texas Tech is at TCU tonight. That's a good one. That'll be the first game of the night. 6 o'clock tip there in Fort Worth.
3: Good morning TJ.
1: Um TJ a uh, little uh, travel insight with men's basketball. So when we eat uh almost always the setup is they'll have about five or six like uh, round tables in this uh you know this little uh, meeting room. And I uh, was food the case laid out last for you?
3: Time.
1: No, they will have like a like a like a buffet and then they'll have like little round tables for us all to sit. Oh, okay. And the coaches will, you know, eight seats or so at a table. So the coaches will sit at a table. And then about three tables are full of players. And then there's one table for the others, which you would probably call the nerd table. Probably everybody calls it the nerd table, Teach. So uh, me, Kev, Theron Smith from Sooner Vision, Brent Barron's the media relations director, that kind of thing, Teach. The hangers on. You know what I mean? The tag-alongs. Nerds. The, others, the, the losers table. You know what I mean, TJ? The why-are-they-here table. You know what I mean, Teach? That's I know what the you table mean. I, I get what you at. mean. Losers, so we're,
3: nerds, it's all the same.
1: We're sitting there last night eating, and there's a new guy on this trip. He's with Sooner Vision. Not a new guy. We've seen him before, but he doesn't travel with us very often, and he's new this year, and he's new to Kevin. Okay. Oh, no. Name's Andrew, I think. Pretty sure it's Andrew. (laughs)
3: He's new to to Kevin. When you say he's new to Kevin, there's a story there.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, the story is this. He doesn't know. He doesn't know Kevin. Okay. So, um, Kevin and I are talking out loud at the table. No, no, no. Here's how it happened. So, there uh, there was some ice cream last night. If you wanted some, they had some little little uh, pre-scooped little things of ice cream. And so one of the guys at our table went and got some ice cream, came back, and was eating it with a spoon. And, of course, Kevin goes, You eating that with a spoon? Like in an accusatory manner. <laughs> and we all know, right? We all know because we all know Kevin. But this new guy, Andrew, I think is his name, He doesn't know, and he's, like, looking like, what? This is a weird conversation. And so I think Theron goes, Kevin doesn't use a spoon. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. And Kevin's like, yeah, he's got, like, a spoon next to it. He just, like, tosses that on the table. I don't use spoons. You don't need spoons either. Everything clings to a fork. Try it. You don't need spoons. He starts going off about the fork. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, just, hey, Andrew, just. Please stop this right now before we get into all his quirks. And then Kevin goes, "I don't need an alarm clock either. Oh, I just wake go. myself up." Here and I was go. like, "Oh God, <laughs> it's too late." There's saving us now. I was off and running, so I uh, I excused myself from the table and went back to watch the Texas Houston game <laughs> while poor Andrew was stuck having to listen to <laughs> Superman <laughs> describe all his gifts.
3: I don't use utensils. I just think the food into my mouth and it floats right in. Why well, how could you eat it how could you eat a salad without cutting it up? What do you just put
1: those big lettuce leaves in your mouth? <laughs> Poor kid. He was trapped. He's like a college kid and he's looking at this wacky old
3: man across from saying,
1: Why does anybody need
3: spoons? <laughs> the crazy guy on the trip. Kevin's better watch out. He's going to be taken out by, like, a, uh, a spoon manufacturer or something and yeah, have him taken right. out He's back right. somewhere.
1: <laughs> uh, I chatted with Coach last night at uh, at the arena and uh, started, uh, started by asking him about how, how much more painful it is to get over a one-point loss.
2: You look back on, and, you know, everything matters, you know, at this level and these close games. Everything matters, everything from – um, what well, we talked about taking the last shot at the half, and then we didn't, and they got two free throws. Two, um, getting some stops uh, in the second half, um, just didn't have. You know, our defense has been very, very good at times this year, and um, you know, you look back at some of our close wins, just getting stops down the stretch, and we didn't get them. We did, we didn't get them. And um, you know, credit them, they made some, they made a couple tough shots, but they made a couple, we made a couple mistakes, we got caught. Um, a couple times. and uh, So, no, definitely watched it over and over with the guys. Where could we have cut out some baskets? And then re- making them realize, man, everything matters. Everything matters and uh, in these close games.
1: Offense was really flowing there in the second half, but you mentioned the defensive end of the floor. Without getting too far into the weeds... Is there something specifically that you you got to tighten up defensively?
2: Well, I'll say this. We've out-rebounded a handful of opponents, and the one thing right there is they got 42% of their rebounds, of their missed shots in the second half. That's like our worst of the year. Like, we, like We've we been out-rebounding teams, out-rebounding Cincinnati, West Virginia, and then for us to get that against us in our home court, 42% of their misses they got back in the second half. I mean, just right there alone um, is, a, is a big... X factor of what it have. But the positives are was our offense. If you would have told me before the game we scored 84 points against Texas Tech defense, yeah. I thought we did so many good things. That, that, and offensively, we shared it and everything. And um, we just um, unfortunately um, our free throws was a downside. I, I haven't really had to say that. You and I really haven't said yeah. that all year long. That we, we look back on man, our free throws cost us. But it's the first game it did. We've been shooting uh, fairly well all year and the first game that really caught us with the free throws as well.
1: Rivaldo Soares really playing well right now. You had a great second half from Milo Shuzan. Do you need a little more out of Jv and McCullum right now offensively?
2: Yeah, we and he knows it. We we're really working with him, and he uh, he's such a good player. He's such a great kid. Him and I watched tape one on one today, and just uh, I actually showed him highlights of the USC game, the Providence game, some earlier games where he had just such a positive swag. And uh, I said, that's what you know. We're in this. We're in this together, you know. We're in this to, you know, every player through a course of a basketball season. When you get thirty-some games, you're going to have ebbs and flows. You're going to have ups and downs. And for him, you know, I want to let him know that I'm with you. You know, I said this earlier today to the media. You know, when when, when someone holds you accountable, it doesn't mean you're against them and the opponent. You know, I'm holding him accountable for his defense, some different things, but I'm with you. I'm with you. You're my guy. You're 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 our, you're and you're, you're one of us. And we've gotta um, we've gotta help him get through it. And uh, man, I, he's I, I really see him smiling in practice today. I see him feeling it just good. And I wanted to show him. Look with you when you had that quick swag with the ball. Had some joy in your game. It's the Steph Curry and uh, Steve Kerr line. Have some joy in your game. And I know he's putting so much pressure on himself. I really want him to to, to be grittier defensively and then have some joy offensively.
1: What kind of challenge does Jerome Chang's team present tonight?
2: One transition in this building that they get their fast break going, they really push it. Two, their their, their top three guards, Carter, Koluma, and Perry, are absolutely scorching the net. They're all shooting. You know, Perry's shooting about thirty-one, but he shoots high value. But Koluma and Carter are over forty, and that's really good in this league. And um, so they they can really really shoot it. And uh, you know, Perry Perry gets them going. I mean, he really gets that transition going. He can shoot from anywhere. Um, so I, I really got to slow them down in transition, get them in the half court defensively, and then really defend that three-point line. It's another thing we just didn't do the last two games. Texas and Texas Tech had a bunch of threes in the second half. It's just an un- uncharacteristic of us, given, giving up that many threes in the second half.
1: Final question. You lose a couple of games in a row. It's real easy to kind of get in the dumps. But have you been able to get through to your guys how much... How much season there still is to play, and how long this journey still is ahead?
2: Absolutely, that's the message. That's the message. It is. It is a journey. It is going to be a grind. You are going to have these things, and we. we you got to fight back. It's a new day. Every game's a new opportunity. Um, none of them are easy, but man, there are are opportunities. And if you stay in the dumps, if you stay feeling sorry for yourselves, you you will. And uh, so our message has been, first, where we learn from. What we do better, and then second, let's go. Let's get better. This is what we got to do to stop Kansas State. This is their strengths. This is what we can do, and it's got to be that kind of positive uh, energy and like just a-, a hole in your belly too. Don't forget that loss. Trust me, I- <laughs> that loss burns at me, and uh, but you got to you got to have you got to tr- put it into a positive thrust into this next game.
1: Couple of things. First off, my apologies. Um... I, I'm very well aware that this is a family show. There's a lot of kids listening on their way to school. I should have uh, bleeped out the J words there, TJ, uh, at the end of that interview, and I'll try not to let it happen again. We pride ourselves in having a, a classy show. I was the that one answering
3: the line here. Yeah. Getting yelled uh, we, at by the parents.
1: We don't deal with the potty humor that a lot of the other morning shows do, so I apologize for letting the J-word slip through on my account and on Coach Moser's Ooh, let's
0: account. Let's go on a journey. <laughs> uh,
1: second thing is, uh, let's talk a little K-State. You watch the old Wildcatters play much this year, TJ?
3: <sighs> yeah, I've seen them some. Thoughts? Um, Not as good as they've been in recent years, but still a like, good team but then they're, they're not i wouldn't put them on the level of turning team been, uh, i would say no at this point but possibly could work their way in they're they're a bubble team i'll say i'm trying to remember if joe lunardi has
1: them in or not um
3: i wouldn't think I'll so but up. you
1: can look it up but they're four and three in conference play, which is a game better than OU, but they are uh, fourteen and six on the year, which is a game worse than OU. They they really looked uh, not great in non-conference play, and they have, you know, it's kind of the opposite of everybody else. They've looked significantly better in conference play. Uh, so, a little bit. they no, they're seventy three in the net. I don't I don't think they're in right now. Elite Eight team last year. Um, they love the three ball. You heard Coach talk there about it. They also have lost two in a row, by the way, but both on the road last week. Lopsided losses. Well, pr- pretty close loss to Iowa State, but it got away from them late. And then they got hammered down at Houston. But Houston's good. Uh, so they're four and three. Uh, love the three. So here's a comparison, teach. Javian McCollum has shot the most three-pointers for OU this year. He's taken 117 three-point shots. Uh, Cam Carter for K-State has taken 125, and Tyler Perry for them has taken 165 three-point shots and has made two
3: Medea movies this season as well. Is it Medea or a Madea? It's Madea? I know who you're talking about, but I've always said Medea, or I thought it was, but I don't know for sure.
1: Yeah, okay. I went for a joke there and then uh, got <laughs> hesitant midway through the joke as to whether I was saying the name right. <laughs> right. TJ, Tyler this Perry. is a different Tyler I get it. This yeah, is different a different Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry. I get it, yeah. This is not the same Tyler Perry, okay? He spells it different. <laughs> He's taken 165 three-point shots this year. Uh, McCollum 117, so there's your comparison. They love the three. They get almost all of their production from Carter, Kaluma, and Perry. Uh, Carter, 16 points a game. Kaluma, 15 points a game. Perry, 14 points a game. Uh, they they want all their shots to come from those guys. I think Arthur Kaluma is their best player. He's six seven. He's a very good rebounder. He can score from three. He can score uh, inside. Uh, Carter and Perry, for the most part, want to shoot three balls. But Columa's got more of a versatile game. He's a Creighton transfer. Really good player. And those three guys, Carter, Kaluma and Perry, all excellent free throw shooters. The bigs, McNair and Gasan, terrible free throw shooters. So it's quite a contrast tonight. When Kansas State goes to the line, is it a little guy or a big guy? I guess Kaluma's six seven. He's in between, but uh, those three guys, Carter Kaluma, and Perry, shoot around 85 percent at the line. Will McNair 53 percent. David Gasson, 42 percent free throw shooter. TJ 42 percent free throw shooter. Shouldn't be on a team. I'd I'd, I'd remove him if I were a coach. Well, he does average 7.7 rebounds a game. I don't but, care. You make your free throws, uh, or you're off my team. They they are they are not good there. Here's the other thing about K State. They turn it over like crazy. They lead the Big 12 in turnovers uh, by a margin. 300 turnovers on the year. Now, Teach, I think you would agree OU turns it over too much, right? We all believe that, yeah. OU is uh, 10th in the league in turnovers, okay? That's not good. Uh, OU's got right around 250 turnovers on the year. Uh, Kansas State, 300. They are dead last in the league in turnovers. They have more turnovers than assists this season. That is little league type stuff, okay? So the bigs are bad free throw shooters and they turn the ball over a bunch. Those are the bad things. The good things for them are though. The guards can light it up and they play great in this building. I mean, this they've got uh, great fans, they've got a great student section. And they get flowing here. And I think one of the interesting things tonight, TJ, will be how is K State officiated. I would assume it will be straightforward with no prejudice. However, it could go either way because Jerome Tang has very loudly been unhappy with how his team's been officiated the last two games. So Andy Andy went after by name one of their guys so has he ticked them all off or are they going to try to even it up and make him happy tonight I think uh I think that'll be very interesting to see I assume the latter I think you got to assume when you go on the road you're going to get the short end of the whistle but I don't know I mean he's really put himself in a a uh yeah, A little bit of a pickle here with the conference and with the officials in the way he's behaved, I I'm think. I'm surprised nothing was this announced
3: yesterday, especially when they're supposed to have their big football announcement and stuff today, unless they're trying to just bury it. My guess is because they play Oklahoma, he'll get a
1: one-game suspension and it'll be announced tomorrow. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. We want to make sure that they have their head coach when they play Oklahoma. <laughs> That's
3: true. Good point. Since they're, Excellent since point they're your part.
1: evil and leaving the conference. Uh, but anyway, we'll see. It's a winnable game. It's tough to win here, but Porter did it two years ago. Uh, if you just look at personnel matchup, Oklahoma's capable of winning this game. If they play offensively like they did in the second half against Tech, and they tighten things up defensively, they're capable of winning this game. And this would be a massive road win tonight if they could get it. But it's going to be tough to win here because when K-State gets flowing in this building, it's hard to turn off the faucet. Uh, we'll hear from their color analyst, Stan Weber, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. We'll hear from our color analyst, Kevin Henry, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour as well.
0: We'll be back. The T-row in the morning show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number 1 gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
3: Toby and TJ back with you T-row in the morning show. This hour is brought to you by High Tower Clinical bringing clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma with no cost or insurance needed to participate. Study opportunities. And colitis, Crohn's disease, dermatitis, arthritis, different cancers, multiple other areas that they're working in, they believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Why did you guys keep playing Roseanne Barr's National Anthem? That was Toby. That was it's a complete Roseanne. crap.
1: Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Toby. her. My apologies. My apologies this morning. Hopefully nobody was up early enough to hear that. That was frightening. Countdown. My mom, yeah. my mom is a great singer. Um, oh, really? I don't think I, did I ever knew that. I did not get any of the genes. Yeah, mom was the, you know, she sang specials in church all the time. Tremendous singer. Is a tremendous singer. But I got none of her genes in that area. Can't carry a tune in a bucket,
3: Tej. I wouldn't say that. You do wonderful jobs sometimes uh, singing with the bumper music coming back from break. Can't carry a tune
1: in a bucket, I tell you.
3: Baseball Ross is in with the countdown. Only 17 right. days until the start. Is that right? Sooner than that, yeah. isn't it? Oh, no. I keep thinking uh, February six- already. It's, uh, uh,
1: it's uh, two weeks
3: from Friday. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. I keep thinking, I, for whatever reason this week, I keep thinking it's already February. But Baseball Ross countdown, only 17 days until the start of the 2024 Sooner baseball season. Number 17, DeSan Harris is a 6-foot true freshman center fielder from Plano, Texas. Good speed in the outfield. Uh, on the base pass has good barrel to ball. Not much swing and miss compared to other high schoolers. Looks to may be able to spot our veteran regular outfielders for a day off when needed. Has also played infield, but has, uh, but his speed points to outfield. Fired up for spring. Go! Thumbs up. These
1: scouting reports are getting detailed from Baseball Ross. Yeah,
3: yeah. He's barrel. Gonna be hard.
1: Gonna be hard to find playing time in the OU outfield this year. It is veteran and loaded, Mr. Harris. Probably a pinch runner, or as he mentioned, you know, you get one of those days where you want to give Spike a day off or something like that. One of those, uh, one of those things. But uh, you got Pettis, Madron, Spikerman. Uh, you got the, the the new kid that has come in from uh, oh down in Alabama that led the world in hitting last year. He's going to play in the outfield, I think, Frederick. So uh, yeah, going to be tough to find playing time out there. Hey, can I give you some baseball news? What's that? I was given yesterday what the Big 12 baseball tournament's going to look like this year. You know, we got uh, 13 teams this year. yeah. Right. So they have decided on a bracket, and uh, they sent it to me yesterday. Ten teams will make the tournament. Three teams will be left out. So in the past, eight of nine teams made it. One team got left out. This year, 10 of 13 will make it. So uh, you don't want to finish 11, 12, or 13 seeds, or you're done. Uh, it will be basically double elimination. The top two seeds will get a bye. So that's valuable. You don't have to play uh, on day one. The other eight, three through 10, will all play there on, on a Tuesday, day one of the Big 12 tournament down at Arlington. So three versus ten, four versus nine, so forth and so on. And then you play out double elimination from there until the semifinals. Semifinals and championship are both single elimination. So once you get down to the final four, it's win and advance, lose, and, and you're done. Huh,
3: okay. it's,
1: there's a potential of 17 games if, you know if all of the double eliminations are played. There will be 17 games in the Big 12 tournament this year.
3: Total, potentially. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not for a
1: team. That's stupid. Don't Total. get left
3: out. Don't get left out. I don't think OU will be in that mm-hmm. position, but um, now you're dealing with three of them. So.
1: And I've already been notified that I will be sharing a booth this year with Kansas State again, <laughs> which I thought was not cool.
3: Not Seems cool a little early to let you know that, but all right.
1: <laughs> Your mark sent me a note individually.
3: Yeah. Uh this texter would like to know going back to the uh Cooper talk, can you really be a defensive liability on a team that just gave up eighty five points?
1: Well, that's a shot. No, that was uh <laughs> that was not a good defensive uh game. However, this has been a good defensive team this year. Uh, they have uh you know, forced a bunch of turnovers and got a lot of fast-break points off their defense, their DCO. They've out-rebounded all but three opponents. Uh, their their last two games are not shining examples of that because they struggled to stop Texas, and they struggled certainly in the second half to stop Texas Tech. But in general, it's been a very good defensive team, and they've got some some individual uh, outstanding defensive players. Otega Oway, Jalen Moore. Um, Jv McCullum uh, has struggled a little bit. He's been taken advantage of, I think, on that end of the court. So he's got his work cut out for him tonight. But as we said in that interview with Porter, or as I asked him, and he said, uh, "They got to have him come alive." Tj, they, they are so much better oh, without t- of a a team. Without a doubt, yeah. When Jv and McCullum is their leading scorer and playing with swagger and uh, sticking his tongue out. And making faces, they they gotta have him scoring fifteen twenty points tonight. Yeah, seven. So he needs a night better than seven. You're telling it like it is, yeah, Teach. I mean, that's just
3: fact. I think you guys need to partner up with a sleep study place and have them test Kevin Henry's mental alarm. I still think it's a complete crap.
0: <laughs> it's a complete
1: crap. I'm kind of. I just kind of don't want to bring it up anymore because I just can't hear the stories anymore. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. What a phenomenal uh, brain he's got as compared to us commoners. So as far as I can tell, he seems fully rested. But I don't know. We'll see. It would be great if he slept through his interview this morning.
3: You know, his cell phone isn't on uh, vibrate, silent, or... Uh, have the ring on, he just knows when it rings. It's just dead silent and still, and he just knows. It's also one of those things that we can never disprove. <laughs> right, like we're not going to go watch him sleep, like this person's wanting right. to have a sleep study. Like any of us could make up a claim that
1: nobody could disprove and just, you know.
3: Now, have you ever asked his wife? Yeah.
1: I I can't remember what she said. She says, I it's I think a she kind of rolled clap. her eyes at it. Yeah. I think she kind of rolled her eyes at it. I don't She's remember.
3: like, yeah, I set the alarm for him and wake him up. I shake the bed and he doesn't know it. He's like, oh, look at that. I woke up on my own. Oh, I, I woke myself up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard music, but I don't know what that was. It was the alarm clock I set for you. Get out of bed. Uh, this person thinks uh, they're worried that I have blocked them from the text line for their previous text. I did not. I just couldn't read it on the air. It was a a Tool song that they said was their the best Tool song, but I cannot read those words on the air. So. <laughs> I love how like we get uh, we get four thousand texts a day, and if you don't read
1: theirs, <laughs> they think right? you you blocked. Have you them. been
3: blocked? Have I been blocked? All right. Uh. Kelvin still looks strange wearing a polo instead of a jacket with a blue button-up dress shirt and tie. That used to be one of my favorite things to watch as a student. The crankier he would get in the game, he would start shedding layers. He'd start in a full suit, uh, he'd start in a full su- suit look, and in the end of the game with two buttons undone and his sleeves rolled up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no the doubt chambray,
1: about that. The chambray shirts. He's gone to the you know, the red polos. Uh, the pandemic was terrible for the planet, TJ, in, in countless ways. But for <laughs> basketball coaches, it worked out in the end because they no longer have to wear suits. They just decided, you know what? I like this. No, in fact, we're just going to keep we're going to keep wearing golf shirts.
3: Yeah, uh, uh, in fact, to the point that Porter looked weird in the jacket on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was like, take the jacket off. Why are you wearing a jacket? You look weird in the jacket. Because I'm so used <laughs> yeah, to him just yeah, in mean- the polo.
1: Hey, kids, it was like three years ago, every coach wore a suit. <laughs> <laughs> we wore suits. The radio crew wore suits to basketball games.
3: Toby, you I know, can't even imagine that now. Yeah, uh, well, no. Toby, you know who's out of Austin? Rudy's Barbecue is out of Austin, this texter says. They love to come after you about Rudy's.
1: Yeah. Rudy's
3: is... I'm not happy about
1: that, okay? Let's just say this. I can't do anything about it, and it's a sponsorship situation, okay? So leave me alone about
3: Rudy's. (laughs) I'm in an awkward spot there. Jeep Wagoneers uh, came out of Houston as well. Love the Jeep Wagoneer. I don't think that's true. (laughs) I don't think Jeep
1: originated from Houston, Texas. I'm going to say it is true. I think Jeeps are made all over the world. And mine, the ones I drive, are from Oklahoma. Okay? We'll be back.
0: The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: Toby and TJ back with you. I'm in Manhattan, Kansas today. We got OUK State coming up 7 o'clock tonight, 6.30 pregame. Kevin Henry joins me live next hour, as does Stan Weber, color analyst for the Cats. TJ, we got to do a uh, transfer portal update because the Sooners got him a guy yesterday, TJ. Yes, they did, yes, Toby. Yes, they did, Toby. It was <laughs> a big pickup. It was uh, Washington's offensive lineman, and now I'm
3: going to tell you all about him. Well, you should have given me a heads up so I could pull up his information here. Geez, I'm trying to scramble Washington now. Washington
1: offensive lineman headed toward OU, and he's a good one, Tobe. <laughs> he's a really good player. What a great pickup Brought to, to, to you system. by Bill Swift Co.
3: Roofing. Uh, Brent Swift will personally come to your house. Uh, Washington uh, offensive lineman uh, Gary Hatchett. Has committed to Oklahoma 6'4". That uh, that's how I'm saying it. Um, okay. I think so. Do you think it's something different? I have
1: no idea. It's a, it's a name I've never seen before. So I didn't know if it was Garen, Garen Garen. I don't be know. So Hatchet. Could be Garen. I, right. I love an offensive lineman named Hatchet, though. That's uh,
3: great. 6'4", 300 pounds. Part of that Huskies team that obviously went to the national championship game. So big pickup, good experience. And uh, a great get for the uh, Sooners. Two years of eligibility still remaining for him. This is a good get, you say? That's what, uh, that's what I've heard, yeah. Everybody heard a lot of seems people excited pretty happy about, about
1: this get. Everyone seems pretty happy what it, about what it. What did our afternoon guys that know football say about it? Um,
3: I didn't hear any of what Tal- Tyler and Teddy thought yesterday. I did not hear much of their show yesterday. So I'm assuming that they said, big thumbs up. That didn't seem like something they'd say. Not that they wouldn't say big thumbs up. I don't think that's their vocabulary.
1: I think they deal with crystal balls and things like that. I don't think the thumbs <laughs> up is. That's a, what's the Siskel and Ebert?
3: Uh, That is true. I'm just saying six, I think four, that they would have 300, liked it. Uh, six, two four, years left. Pounds, two years of eligibility remaining Uh, for Mr. Hatchet, yes. Okay, well, that's good. We needed an offensive lineman, right?
1: So, uh, it's good. I'm looking at one picture here, uh, at least at some point at Washington. He had long hair. Uh, I'm seeing another picture where he doesn't have long hair. I was going to say, the one I'm looking
3: at here, he does not. But that doesn't mean that this isn't an old picture and you're looking at a recent one.
1: Oh, here's some action. I'm watching him at right guard. I just dominated that dude. Now he's out in front of the pass play, mowing down defenders. Arizona defenders, no less. Yep. We're winning the national championship, Tej.
3: I wow, hope we got you're the right. hatchet. We well, got the hatchet. This is the key the to O-line. that. I, I hope now. that's. I uh, hope you're correct.
1: Yes. Swiftco Roofing and Construction Sooners pick up Garion. Maybe
3: Hatchet. Garion. 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 Garion.
1: I was worried about you yesterday. I got to be honest with you. I was really worried yesterday. I hmm. was. Uh, I don't remember where I was in the afternoon when I got a news alert. Hmm. And listen, we've had questions for years. Okay, you're a program director at a radio station. Now, you make good money, but
3: how do you know I, I mean, make good money? <laughs> you don't know. You're a program
1: director at a radio station. Your wife is a police officer, and yet you live this lavish lifestyle.
3: I, I think you make circle it more drives, lash, lavish, lavish than it is. Houses, right. And,
1: International travel, we've it's well documented. I think you exaggerate the truth. And we've we've wondered for years how, like, how do you guys afford so many hats and shoes and houses and cars and vacations and all this stuff? And then I get this news alert yesterday that they have busted this rooster fighting ring in Norman. <laughs> And I thought, oh, God, please don't let this be TJ. <laughs> Rooster fighting, huh? <laughs> That's what I'm going with. All right. <laughs> I don't trust you and your editing machines, okay? And I thought that this could explain a lot as to where all the wealth has come from. It is in Norman, which is where TJ lives. It would be the perfect place for you to do it because you've got You've got the cover of the police department there that could hide it, you know, because of your wife's connections. So you'd have to be in on it together, right? I really hope TJ's not. I hope this is not a TJ
0: thing. I wouldn't so, let TJ, her can in you on set it. Set
1: the record straight today. Are you, or are you not, the person who's been running this giant illegal rooster fighting ring in Norman?
3: Uh, my attorney has asked me to not make any comments at this time publicly. <laughs> and I wouldn't let my wife know about it I often tease her about this That I could be Walter White Right under her nose And she wouldn't know it uh, yeah. Except for the fact that She would know it right away Um, So Look Hey you want to live my lifestyle Just do what I do Be extremely cheap in your life With everything okay That's Doesn't work I mean the the way I'm way saving
1: scraps man I'm saving pennies and dimes and uh it's something's going on. We're gonna get to the bottom of it someday. I thought it was this, but uh you know, we, we all know that you have a history of un unlawful behavior. So well I do? You, oh yeah, uh, you were I guess stealing that's my eighth drinks. grade days, yeah. Coach Armand Gates, ladies and gentlemen. Give him a hand. Um You're stealing drinks, you're stealing cigarettes from your mom, <laughs> you're You're peddling your wares at high school. I mean, it's in your blood, (laughs) right? Breaking the law is in your blood, so it's just a matter of how is it, how is it coming out now in your adult years? Those were parts of my
3: past that uh, I'm no longer involved with things like that. By the way, we're being told by several people on the text line here that this is happening on uh, Twitter too amongst uh, OU fans. Uh, There are uh, two hatchets. There's a little brother. You are looking at little brother with the long hair. We got, short, okay. we got short-haired hatchet. Uh, we got short-haired hatchet? We got short-haired hatchet. Dad little coming. brother's long-haired hatchet, according to the text. Oh, <laughs> so that's what's going on there with the Well, the forget what I said about winning the national championship, <laughs> Teach. <laughs> but, no, I have no comment on uh, the situation going out. Are by.
1: we getting little brother, too?
3: Maybe that we, was a uh, part of this uh, play, you know. Yeah, yeah. So Get both hatchets? Yeah, maybe double hatchets.
1: So I can't tell if you're denying this or confirming these allegations, TJ, that you are running an illegal rooster fighting ring in Norman.
3: Look, all I know is the neighborhood I live in, this could be going on because on our neighborhood like Facebook page, like way more chickens are walking down the streets of our neighborhood right in the middle of Norman than should be allowed. It's like, hey, what? someone's rooster's out again. Is this yours? Looks like this. And they've got a picture of a rooster walking down the street in the neighborhood I live in. It happens all the time. And I'm like, how do so many of you have roosters in our neighborhood? Do you hear cockadoodle a and stuff I never the do at our house, no. But I'm not saying that others don't in our neighborhood, deeper into the neighborhood. But Dude, I live in the country. <laughs> we don't have roosters walking down the streets out here. It just happened earlier this week, like... Uh, a day or two so ago. So where, like, where was this illegal f- f- rooster fighting? I think right it now? was out by the lake, out by Thunderbird somewhere. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. It could be a third home out there that I'm not letting you know about. That makes sense. Uh, I bet. No, I'm not you, fighting. Roo- I love animals. I couldn't do that. I, you know, No, no matter how much money. I guarantee you,
1: there is something fishy going on out at your lake house where you guys get to get like every weekend. There's something going down out there whether it's rooster fighting or no <laughs> some sort of I've
3: never been to a rooster fight in my poker life. Poker game or, I won't say that or that that something happened.
1: going on out there. Yeah. We're going to get to the bottom of it at some point. <laughs> and I just hope you don't spend too many years in jail I, I for it. I think
3: you would be way bored with how you've built certain things up that go on at the lake when people are just, you know, sitting on the porch in a rocking chair
1: at Swinger's Cove. You think I'd be bored out uh, there? You Swingers Cove, Co- there might Co- be some stuff everything? going on. I don't go over to Swingers Cove. Yeah. All right. Break time. Uh, what time is it? 7.51 Central Time. We'll be back.
0: This is the Ref Sports Radio Network.
3: Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by High Tower Clinical. Clinical opportunities right here in Oklahoma. 405-831-5905, Tower Clinical. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, this is uh, 214. Texter says, drum was on yesterday after. Whoa. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Jerry on. So, jerry Hatchet. jerry
1: <laughs> You think I trust drum on, on pronunciation? I think you
3: trust Brandon Drum. Yeah. Okay. I would, trust drum. <laughs> yeah.
1: jerry and Hatchet.
3: I know why OU can't beat Texas in basketball. Texas sent Rudy's to be a sponsor and gather valuable information from the coaches' Show.
1: Yeah. You know, the funny thing is we kind of started something with Rudy's because now, like, Rudy's is where, like, every Coach's Show is. In America? Pretty much. It seems like it. I mean, in the South, it's certainly. I know Texas Tech, Baylor – Pretty much all of them I see online. There's somebody's at a Rudy somewhere, so I think they've uh, they've enjoyed the sponsorship.
3: It's working for them.
1: By the way, the Jeep Grand Wagoneer is made in Warren, Michigan. <laughs> you had to go look that up. You're worried about yeah. it. Yeah, Te- uh, Tesla's made down there in Austin, though. <laughs>
3: uh, to ensure proper credit is giving, who can I quote when saying it is a complete crap? It's the uh, Toronto. That was coach, the Toronto right?
1: Raptors head
3: coach. Yeah. I'm blanking on his name right now, but that's who it is. Uh, But you can credit uh, Toby, which I think we may have just lost. Uh Uh-oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Rudy's may have just got to Toby Rowland or the Jeep Wagoneer. I don't know which it is, but he's gone. Hopefully he's back on the other side uh, because Wyatt Thompson's coming up. Kevin Henry's coming up next hour. We'll get into uh, more of your text as well. T-Row in the Morning Show, Hour 3, coming up next.